Welcome to GTV, I'm Gareth Johnson. In this episode, we're joined by the author of the book, Bathhouse Babylon, Jamison Farn. Bathhouse Babylon takes us behind the scenes of what it's like to work in a gay sauna. Jamison, congratulations on the book. And you've written about your personal experiences of working in a bathhouse. Does the feedback that you've received sort of illustrate that those experiences are fairly universal to bathhouses around the world? Um, so far, the feedback has been great, as I've been told by readers that have already come back to me that it gave them a perspective they didn't consider as a customer before, and that it has provided information for people that have always wanted to visit a bathhouse, but they just didn't know what to expect or negotiate their way around or what they're walking into. But yeah, and I purposely didn't mention the cities in which the bathhouses are in, because I think that those venues have a lot of the same common elements in place anyway, no matter where you are. I've received messages from people though convinced that they know what the bathhouses were. And that's all fine, because if they got it, that's cool. But yeah, I do think that the experience is universal, no matter where you go, for the most part. Yeah, I've worked in a bathhouse in London and, you know, even though that's a completely different continent from where you were, yeah. it felt very familiar. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of familiar with around the London area too. So yeah, you just kind of know what to expect when you're going in, if you know that industry a little bit, so it helps. You've talked about the book as being a way to document the bathhouse experience for future generations. Do you feel like we're reaching the end of the era of bathhouses in sort of gay culture? Um, I've had these diaries for some time and I never really knew what to do with them. So the subject would come up at dinner parties with friends or whatever. People would want to know a story or something. And then people were finally saying, you know, during the pandemic, when everybody had extra time, you should document all of this somehow. I work every day still, but I seem to, I found the time spent an hour or two a day, and I just wanted to see what would come of it. I remember in my 20s, there, I wish there was a lot more information that I knew about the gay community in general than what I had knew firsthand in where I was living. So I think it would have helped me make better decisions and stuff like that, or choices, and uh, just discover new things or what to even avoid. So the book seems to cover like every aspect of life in a weird way. So I think if people get something from it, that's great. But I don't think that the pandemic's going to close down bathhouses. I think. I know of uh, the ones in places in America and Canada are already opening up again to a certain degree. And I know in France here, I think they start opening at the end of this month. So um, I think there's going to be new restrictions in place for at least the next little while. But yeah, I think they're going to be around to a degree. Apps and everything are fine, but people still need that human touch in some aspect. You know, you can go on the apps and everything, but if they just want to meet people and that's a venue to meet people at, whether you have sex or not. No, I think you're totally right. It's such a unique sort of homosocial space, isn't it? There, yeah. you, you know, you, you get it sort of in a gym, but it's different. You know, it's, yeah. there's very few places where you can go and be yourself with other guys. Exactly. And sex is there, but not the main thing always kind of thing. Yeah. And um, I think when everybody's, you know, in a bathhouse, men are usually just wearing a towel or nude. So their guards are, are down quite a lot. And I've seen the best conversations happen between people that just met each other. And I've seen lifelong, you know, friendships and even relationships come from bathhouses. So I think if you're a gay man, a bathhouse is an option and you just never know what's going to happen. So 
One of the key takeouts from your book is sort of theme around, you know, all work is valid and should be respected. I was wondering what some of the life lessons were that you learned during your time working in a bathhouse. Um, I've experienced owners who were extremely generous and very rewarding with their staff for all their efforts. You could look at them as a mentor, any like as a friend, go to them about anything, and they would contribute immensely to the LGBTQ community. Um, and they would t- tend to think long-term, not for short-term gains. But then I've seen the other side where I've seen owners play games with employees on every level in horrendous ways, almost like dangling a tree in front of an animal type of thing and then never following through with their promises leaving the person feeling used and unworthy of anything to a degree so i think if you work in a tough environment life is kind of too short and you should be respected for all your efforts and you probably have skills you just don't even know yet or you can even take away from a bathhouse and build upon for some other kind of work I also think that working in a bathhouse gives you such amazing insights into sort of human sexuality and human behavior. The dynamics of it all. Yeah, it's just such a unique view into... And that that sets you up, I think, for all sorts of things. That's why I wanted to write this like as an observational journey in a sense so that people can see it from, you know, somebody that's folding towels to cashier to managing a place and the kind of characters, the people that you meet and run into and how people come in, they're having a great day and are celebrating something and people are having a bad day and just want to cheer themselves up. So you see everything. And, you know, um, you have people that are looking for work that go to a bathhouse just to kind of take their mind away from what's going on in their life. But then you have successful businessmen coming in too, and they just kind of want to also get away from the outside world and maybe sit in a jacuzzi for a while. So, Do you think that every gay man should visit a bathhouse at some point in their life? Um, we used to say is we thought it would be a rite of passage for every man to at least try it out. And I get even today, like I still get questioned, oh, should I go? What should I expect and everything? And that experience is going to be their own. And I kind of think that everybody should try it out. And some people love it right from the get-go as soon as they walk in. And some people just, it doesn't go with what how they live or whatever. And that's totally fine too, but at least give it a try. So I would rather experience something than always be wondering about something. And also if you're worried about who might see you in the place, well, they're there too. So, and they might have more to be hiding from or whatever than you are. So the thing is too, if if you are afraid to try a bathhouse where you live, next time you go on holiday and give it a shot there, or if you're on a business trip, go to another place. So see what it's about. You might like it, you might not. That's such a common objection, isn't it? Saying, oh, what if I see someone I know? It's just like, who cares? <laughs> All the time. It's like, well, they're there too. So, and usually um, I've seen people really come together on that and kind of like, hey, and they want to have their secret kept between each other, but they kind of build upon that friendship or that belonging together. It's like, okay, now that we know, let's just keep it. <laughs> We're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the other objection that you often hear is, people sort of saying, oh, why would I go to a bathhouse? It's just full of creepy old men kind of thing, which is just, in my experience, totally not true. But also it seems to come from people who've never been to a bathhouse. So where do you think that sort of perception builds from? 
when I've heard people say, oh, it just must be dirty and sleazy old men. It's like, well, first of all, if those places are dirty, they're not going to be open for long because word gets out, people talk and, oh, don't go there. It's a dive, you know, that kind of thing. But not even a good dive, you know, it's um, someplace fun. And creepy old men, no way. Like I've seen every nationality, body type, financial, educational background walk in. And like I was saying, if you're stripped down in a towel, nobody's going to really know until you start talking to them and if they want to disclose it to you. And usually I find people are pretty open in a bathhouse or whatever. So yeah, I've seen every age range and everything. If a place seems to have a certain segment of a type of guy for, you know, as soon as you walk in, give a place half an hour, an hour, and the whole yeah, it's, things will change. <laughs> it rotates. So people, people come in day and night, it changes. So yeah, it's all quite different. You've worked in bathhouses in North America, but you've obviously got a bit of an understanding of bathhouses around the world. Do you have a perspective on which country has the best bathhouse culture at all? Um, I was thinking about that. That's like uh, hard to say because I think that every bathhouse operates differently. And if it's owned by a big company, they will have a set brand in mind, whatever. But if it's owned by an individual, they'll have a way of running things. Plus, like, um, there's a difference between bathhouses in the United States and in France. So, and they each have their own traditions and how people tend to go about things. And I think that they should, you should just experience them no matter where you are, because that's part of the life and the fun that you can have. So, um, like if you're in a prime international travel destination, definitely hit up a bathhouse or a cruising bar in that area. Because I know here in France in the summertime, well, it's even starting up again now, um, you'll go to a bar or something and you'll see people, oh, they look American and they're acting American. And you're seeing people from Germany right now here and oh, they're doing this. And, but I love that. It's like a cultural melting pot. And I love seeing how men just start getting together and talking and letting down their guards and just being themselves. I think that's better than like even on an app or anything. I just I love the whole sociology, the dynamics of it all. I'm just so observant of that kind of thing. I just can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> Jamison, where can people get their hands on the book Bathhouse Babylon? It's on Amazon as an ebook and on paperback. And it's also listed with 55 other online major retailers. So you can basically find it anywhere. So, and if they want to follow you on social media, I'm on Gay Riviera on Twitter. That's awesome. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. That's all for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at GTV London. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on GTV.